Cool. Lovely. Yeah. Nice. So, okay, so I start now? You can do it, go for it. Okay, so three, two, one, hello, and welcome to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Henry. I'm your other co-host, Matthew. And today, we are reviewing and discussing the TV show, Loki. Uh, for mm-hmm. us, recording it now, it's kind of like just finished. Um, mm-hmm. We've had some time to collect some thoughts. <laughs> um, on we've had one night's sleep. Yeah, one night's sleep on it, yeah. Um, yeah, and Ooh, sorry. just before that... It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just for that, I just want to mention the, mm-hmm. that we do have an Instagram account at Marvel Cinema Podcast, um, where we do daily well reviews during the week and a weekly podcast. Um, and we're just doing kind of random movies at the moment, whichever one we happen to watch. Um, also on Twitter, do the same thing over there um, at Cinema Marvelous, uh, where we review movies during the week and as podcast every week. Uh, so feel free to follow us there and like our posts or comment or uh, message us uh, for, you know, just a bit of fun chat about movies. Um, We're always willing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you want to go ahead with your uh, general thoughts on the show? Mm-hmm. Can you can start with our general non-spoiler thoughts. Yeah. Um, generally, I have to say, I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought... It's one of the most engaging things Marvel done, and I I generally love all Marvel things. So for me to say that is high praise mm-hmm. this time around. I genuinely think it might have pierced my top five from the MCU. Really? Oh. Um. Obviously, I'm hesitant to put it there without because this, this is kind of a spoiler without seeing the ending because mm-hmm. while this season does have an ending, it's not the ending in the same yeah. way that the last two Marvel shows have ended. Mm-hmm. Even though the endings of this story probably won't come for another ten years, <laughs> yeah, it's kind um, of a, a part of the movies now, isn't it? This kind of story going mm-hmm. forward. This isn't going to be something that you can just fix in a few episodes. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's generally it's been been really phenomenal. I think it's I enjoy, I've enjoyed the last two shows. Uh-huh. Um, however, I just found this. To be a cut above. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so many ways in which it works, mainly because the fact you have, you have a cast of characters who all work, and which is strange considering, almost all of them are new. Yeah. Loki's mm-hmm. the only one that isn't new. <laughs> Whereas mm-hmm. the other shows have had a lot of characters that have been coming back or have had links to characters we 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 know. Whereas mm-hmm. this entirely new um, and to build them up from the ground and have them all have some sort of purpose and to fit in seamlessly and all work towards the same same goal it, it was it was really satisfying to watch yeah and and above all else it's just really weird sci-fi which I, I adore it's my thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I said to myself last night this feels like it was kind of made for me Mm-hmm. It's kind of like fringe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is very, very fringe esque, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it definitely feels like it was made for me, and I, I've, I've loved it. Um, yeah, what were your general sort of non-spoilery thoughts? Um, I too very much loved it. Um, I, I think it was, like you said before, it was kind of like just a bit above the rest of the show so far we had. Um, it kind of feels 
a bit more kind of concentrated, I think. Um, and I do think in part that's because of the, the six episodes instead of like the, I think it was nine for the past two shows, maybe. Might be wrong. Um, I think with a six episode structure, it does work much better for the show. Um, mm. And I think it's... I think Falcon and Winter Soldier might have been six, but I can't remember. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, I know I think... WandaVision definitely was. WandaVision was more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was. and But I just think with this show, I think there's something about it where it knew what it was from the get-go, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think so many elements about this show that are great to me are the parts that when it comes to the MCU, you don't usually see people praising this, these elements, like the production design or mm. the music. Um, I think the music in particular is incredible to me. Oh, it's um, it's I've been listening to it nonstop for the past like <laughs> six weeks, I guess. Um, I just think it's an incredible score. And there's something just, I think there's something about the show that is not only satisfying, but also quite promising. Um, and I think it's, I also want to say that it's also probably in part due to Tom Hiddleston and mm. obviously as an actor, but also I think being a lot of, uh, I guess, videos about him and his low-key kind of conference sort of lecture thing, where he sort of went through the history of the character with all the creators involved and kind of gave like a essentially a lecture about Loki and what his emotional turmoil is. Um, and I think you can feel that in the show. Like, you can feel that mm. depth of knowledge within the show. Um, and I think, you know, my favourite scenes are the ones where it's a character's talking and it's a character's just not, I don't want to say hanging out, but, you know, kind of solving the plot alongside solving their own kind of internal issues together. Um, and I think it. I think it's just a wonderful show. And I don't think it's, unlike previous shows, I think you'd agree, I don't think it's, kind of dropped the ball quite yet like the finales have in the past in some kind of some mm. slight ways um yeah but overall like it so it's an amazing show that i really enjoyed um yeah would you agree yeah uh, yes um it's it's definitely it's if it's felt unique enough from the other two shows as well as just i think it's also functioned on its own a lot better mm-hmm yeah um in that it's just sort of not been afraid to be its own thing. It has, of course, served as major setup. But what I think is great about it is that it set a lot of stuff up, but it's also done its own story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think from from the moment you have the sort of the sacred timeline being introduced in the first episode, mm-hmm. you 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 get the feeling of what it's going to set up, knowing what we know about a few future films. However, mm-hmm. that's never. It was never the case for me watching it and thinking, oh, I can't wait for that to be revisited later. My focus was always on the now in the show, and that's something that's done brilliantly. Like a lot of of films, um, particularly, you know, people look at Iron Man, the starting of the MCU, Mm -hmm. and the most famous example of all probably being Amazing Spider-Man 2. (laughs) Yeah. They see a lot of set-up overcoming everything else, and this... This has probably got the most setup of any show since Iron Man 2, the mm-hmm. MCU, yet it manages to balance it and it balances it really well. Yeah, it doesn't because... feel like a show that's it doesn't feel like a show that's meant to be watched because you have mm. to see it to understand the next thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, and it 
especially especially the finale. What would it? Obviously, we're still sort of in a non-spoiler territory, but there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they also do something quite well in that they explain a rather co- complicated, comicy backstory, but they make it work. <laughs> in, yes, I don't. Want, obviously, can't really spoil it, but mm. it's an amazing scene. Um, mm. It really is. <laughs> Everything just came together, and. One thing, one thing again, I'd like to say, the music as well, absolutely out of this world, several occasions where I'll just bop into it, you know, bop in my head. Every, I'm not kidding, like, every time we hear that main, like, melody, mm. it's, it makes any scene ten times better. <laughs> like, that, that is, is sort of like a horn thing. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes I play on the piano as well, mm. and even the piano, like, version is, it's so good. Um and I think we have had that with the previous two shows as well. I think the previous two shows have had good music and good production, uh, production design, especially Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, I just think with this show, it just feels like it's an entirely its own thing. Yeah, um, I've also seen it, someone else say it, but the the colouring is also really unique for the MCU. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, and, it's, and the lighting. It's quite it's quite a dark show overall as well. Actually, mm. like it's it's not. It does have its, in terms of like tone, it does have its, its like hot MCU kind of elements to it. Um, but not often, like really not often at all. Um, it kind of feels more, like you say, like its own thing. And I think that's probably the best thing it has for itself in the sense that with the MCU, so much of it can feel a bit like the same thing. And not mm. just because like, oh, it, the movies look the same or whatever. It's just because when you're telling a big, intricate story, it can be kind of all meshed together a bit too much maybe um mm-hmm. i think this show just doesn't do that at all mm. um like people keep saying it's like doctor who but in the mcu and it does feel like that because it just feels like it's, it's all separate sort of thing mm. um yeah uh, it's just... on the whole i'm really uh obviously like a while back we were sort of given the news that michael waldron who's sort of the showrunner de facto showrunner for this yeah. Um, he's basically signed a massive deal with Disney. You know, he's doing Multiverse of Madness. I think he's supposed to be doing the the Feige film, the Star Wars mm-hmm. Feige film. Oh. Okay. And obviously, obviously, when you when you hear that, you think, okay, we haven't actually seen anything from them. But seeing this, I'm like, yes, give me more. <laughs> Thank God he's signed on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, yeah. Um, Do you want to move into spoiler sort yeah, of territory? Um, one thing I saw following on sort of from the music, he said, uh, and that sort of main that main beat that it has, well, the main sort of the horn thing. It obviously plays yeah. in like really dramatic moments, but I think one of the best and maybe one of the more underrated aspects of the show is when again this is sort of, this is spoilers when he's in mm. the um, the time lapse with with Lady Sif. Yeah. Um, I think one of the best times it's used is when she, like, you know, when he when he sort of breaks down and he says, "I'm afraid of being alone," and you're a narcissist, mm-hmm. and then she sort of pulls him up and she says, "You are alone and you always will be," and then you see his face mm-hmm. and the music actually hits you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's used <laughs> a lot in the dramatic moments, but that for me is like, yeah, that's the moment. That is the moment. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, think it's... Um, so yeah, um, spoilers. Yeah, I think the. It gets to sports territory now because I do want to talk about that the theme being used in one specific section where mm. I want to say it's episode four, the very mm. beginning of it. Um, 
kind of the moment where they look at each other and it's a bit like, oh, are they, are they like a thing thing? Um, and it's a really lovely moment, but I love it when we see like the two tempad like door things open up and we know they're probably going to be safe. Mm-hmm. And instead of showing them walking through the door or whatever, it cuts to them in slow motion being dragged into their different like time theater cell things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's playing that theme tune on the piano and it's so slow and so odd, like really like haunting as well. Mm. Um, and I think that's how the show kind of feels in a weird way, kind of really haunting. Um, and I think mm. moving on from that, the finale, the finale, which is the most recent thing, uh, I thought that felt really like terrifying. <laughs> 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 like it really kind of spooked me out a bit. Mm. And yeah. would you agree that it has that kind of tone to it? It does. It has to, obviously it has like a jump scare at the start with Miss Minutes. Yeah, yeah. But it really did have like a, especially like the lighting coming into effect and the music. But it just has such a creepy, kind of unsettling feel to it, which yeah. you know people have said that we're leading up to maybe the main horror film of the MCU with the Doctor Strange sequel. But so mm-hmm. these scarier moments uh, are really, really working. I'm glad mm-hmm. they're leaning into this, just a different direction with the. Freakiness. Freakiness. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we um, before we sort of get on to main spoilers, I want to do something, something there really quickly. And it's... So we did a post of, like, theories. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it would be quite fun to sort of look back on them. <laughs> um, so again, again, in case this goes up on Instagram... Uh, spoiler, spoiler warning for the finale. But so um, the first one on the post was Mobius is a Loki. Mm-hmm. That hasn't aged well. Not really, no. <laughs> Neither has all the TVA Lokis because, well, we yeah. saw Ravona. Um, yeah, Sylvie isn't a Loki. That was proven wrong. She, mm-hmm. or at least nothing proved to the contrary. To the contrary. Uh, Mobius is the villain also fell flat. Yeah. So we're not doing well at this point. Well, I'm not doing well with ones that I've um, accumulated. Missed minutes behind it all. That was another one. Now I'm claiming this is a victory. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, she she wasn't the villain, but she knew, so in my eyes, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. Um, Could it be Kang? Turns out it was Kang. It was Kang. (laughs) Um... The big bug being uh, King Loki, um, which it wasn't, which yeah. raises an interesting question, which I'll get to at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't Doctor Doom, but nobody... But again, I'm classing <laughs> that as a win, because we said it wouldn't happen. That's true, yeah. So that's we a win. Kind of against it, really. <laughs> um, a Sylvie Loki betrayal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> it did happen. It did happen. <laughs> Uh, at least neither yeah. of them died, which was another theory we had. Yeah, I had a, a feeling when um, Sylvie had like that slow motion moment where she had like the knife. Mm. I was like, oh, is Loki going to jump in front of it and actually die? <laughs> it was a genuine, it was a genuine, genuine fear. Um, our final theory was it'll be great whether or not any of these come true, which I think was also a correct prediction. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, what thought was it? We'll talk about um, the King Loki thing in a minute. but um, So, yeah, is there anything you want to say off the bat about spoilers or spoilery stuff? 
Um, I guess just, I think in general, I think the finale was surprisingly not, because I think what I wanted most was like a King Loki sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead we got kind of Kang, which was, it could have went really wrong as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. about it. Like, it could have been like a um, Khan in um, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, where it's more so the name than the actual character. Mm. Um, and I think in this case, I don't think they ever actually say the word Kang. They don't. So it's just us knowing because of casting. And I think so, yes. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's interesting then that instead of him having <clears> a slow motion kind of moment with a dramatic build up of like him going, I am Kang. It's more like he's just there and we don't know who he is, but he will explain it in really fun ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> because Jonathan, is it his name Jonathan Majors? The actor? Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Killed it. He, he killed did. that. He was so Jesus. good. He nailed it from like the first seconds on screen. Um, yeah, what do you think about him and just what he was doing? <laughs> I I really wasn't expect, expecting if he appeared that is I wasn't expecting it to be all kind of wacky. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so glad it was like, um, <laughs> and the way the way they've gone about introducing him has really worked for me. Like obviously with this, you've got the danger of throwing this big bag bad in, and general audiences having no idea who he is. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the main sort of way I'm familiar with him now is through people talking about him being introduced. Like I know a little bit about him beforehand. Yeah. But here we have him sort of being introduced. And, and by the way, I watched this with my parents. They had absolutely no idea what was happening. <laughs> it was I, it was so funny uh, finishing it and just turning over to them and seeing them on, on the couch, just bewildered. Bewildered, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they, they did it really well. And the way they... Because it's not... Kang's really complicated in the comics. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know this until recently, but he is, isn't he? Mm, it's like, because in the comics, he's meant to be sort of the same person, but the Avengers yeah. encounter him at different points in his life. Mm-hmm. And I kind of really like the way they've gone about having him, not necessarily the same person in the same life, but having him be different variants, I think it's quite clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's a way that has a lot more potential, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The way they used him is kind of, I think it's really frightening and really interesting that the way they described it was he was the good one. Mm. Like, out of, out of all the Kangs that, we, that exist, he was the good one. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, is... yeah. He said, he said he used Alioth to destroy all the other multiverse, all, all the universes, which, and then he's like, yeah, but I'm the good guy. Yeah, I'm the good one. Thank you later. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say now. About the complicated Kang history? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so it sort of leaves the door open to having not just Kang the Conqueror, but also different versions of him. Because, um, well, they're sort of melded other things, because I don't think in the comics, I don't think um, he who remains is a Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely sort of with the name he remains, which I think is better than using... Kang, or I believe this version of Kang is similar to a character called Immortus in the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I, if you if you've I don't seen know. it, I've but the, no the outfit <laughs> is pretty much the same. Right. Okay. I don't know about this. 
yeah, from, from what I've done, like if you if you to search for Immortus, the, the the yeah, if you just search for Immortus and like arc an image, um, mm-hmm. the outfit is very similar. It's like a weird head thing, which Jonathan Major isn't wearing, but the outfit is very similar and the purpose oh. is very similar because this Immortus in the comics, I think, is meant to be um, the Kang at the end of his life trying to prevent early you know, young him from doing his Kang things. Right. <laughs> Which is essentially what this, this version is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I also want to mention the fact that when he is killed by Sylvie, I love how it's not dramatic, really. Mm. It's a very kind of really anticlimactic sort of moment. And it's just Sylvie alone in a room. And she's like, well, I did it. So... Now um, <laughs> Yeah. And Loki is off somewhere. And... His best friend doesn't even know him. <laughs> I know that's that's kind of heartbreaking. Um, and yeah. speaking of sort of directly into that, just the twist of this ending. I mean, mm. I mean, it's just brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very sorry. My phone's ringing. I'm the only one in, so I'm just going to have to answer that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm really sorry. I'll be back. <laughs> It was no one. <laughs> it was no one. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Um, it was Kang. It was, yeah, it was Kang, he was speaking to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think yeah. I forgot. Oh, yes. So, the sort of the ending, the brutalness, the. Honestly, I'm kind of still a bit heartbroken. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was executed brilliantly. Oh, yeah, it was very well done. Um, just, I think. Throughout the entire show, I think Tom Hiddleston and Sofia Di Martino both absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. They absolutely knocked it out of the park, and they both did a brilliant job. But this scene, mm-hmm. this scene in particular, you have <laughs> both of them absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> especially sort of the lines, the lines where he says, I can't remember exactly what he says, where he's genuinely devastated that she believes he's going to betray her. Yeah, yeah, he he is having a, a breakdown in that moment. <laughs> uh, he, he says so. He, he then says, "Oh yes, because evil Loki's always got a scheme or something like that." Yeah, just yeah. that line, that delivery, something about that broke me a bit inside. And he says something like, "I just, you know, I just want to make sure you're okay." Mm. Like that's literally all he wants at, at that point in time. And it's it's so like true, and it's I think that's the way I think about Loki is. I don't. It's very rare in the, the entire movie series series that we've seen him be honest mm. with someone, but not just like a friendly hug with his brother or anything like that. Like, I think it's since like four one maybe where we saw him kind of have a moment of actually showing his actual kind of trauma and kind of just general depression over this, what his life is, mm. <laughs> and having him be that open and honest with Sylvie in that moment was. So like, it it was crushing. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also again, sort of to speak to the music. The music sort of like the romantic theme that runs throughout several of the episodes is also another great bit of music. Hmm. Like yeah. the, the the music that plays when they kiss is, it's a really nice piece of music. It is. Yeah. It's really <laughs> lovely, and it's it's you know it's sort of, it's a nice moment. You're thinking, oh, everything's okay. And then, like, 
the moment of realisation went, I thought, oh shit, she's turned him around. I was like, oh no. No, oh no. <laughs> um, I found it funny as well that Kang was just watching it happen as well. Mm, like, he, he just, just, just let it happen. Just really enjoying it, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so yeah, and it's sort of like a really... In terms of the show as a whole, one of the themes that it suggests, obviously it's all about sort of dissecting Loki and, and showing him how it all, how how he ticks as Mobius puts it in the opening episode. Mm-hmm. But I think it's absolutely an absolute masterclass to have him be betrayed at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not not just not just ha ha you've been tricked, but and I, I I I don't even want to say betrayed because it's a bit harsh on Sylvie saying that she betrayed him. And also, we always knew that was going to be her goal, no matter what. Mm. It was just kind of yeah, changed. It was just kind of the stakes were kind of changed by the end of it, and it mm. kind of messed it all up a bit. Yeah, it, it complicated things for him, but it's just sort of that moment of he opened himself up, and he's now on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, kind literally of by himself. Like, really by himself, because yeah. not even Morbius knows, and... Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking like if we do get more I mean we definitely are but um, when we do get more of Kang in the future and these other versions would you like to see them be like as wacky <laughs> because I would kind of enjoy that <laughs> I think I would um, Yeah. but I genuinely kind of like the idea and I've seen it I saw it somewhere in a comment or something like that mm-hmm. I kind of just like the idea of giving Jonathan Majors his character obviously he's proven that he he can do something with it in this episode. But mm-hmm. just, just saying, oh, we've, we've got Jonathan Majors as Kang. And I just want to see loads of different versions and just see what Jonathan Majors can do each time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because obviously he's not out of the park being all, all weird and evil and sort of over the top. I'd like mm. to see him do one that's really sort of dark and, <laughs> yeah. and just serious. Yeah. Uh, which I think, I think is probably what we'll get with Kang, because I don't think Kang's that kind of wacky kind of villain. Yeah. Um, but I th- I just have I, I have faith. That's all I can say, really. I have faith that yeah. Jonathan Majors is going to do a good job. Yeah. And I think it's a great show in terms of the sense that even though it was quite heavy in terms of dialogue, in terms of, like, telling what was going on to the audience... Um, mm-hmm. I think it was just a simple but really effective way to showcase the like consequences when they kill Kang by mm. having that kind of very slow shot where it kind of it goes from being kind of a wide to a close up of him and it goes past him to the window behind him mm. with all like the multiverse going up crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was just it. That was just really simple and really well done. Um, and I just something about the the imagery of the like the straight secret timeline like line mm. going a bit hairwire that's just that so fun to watch going absolutely mental <laughs> yeah something really fun about that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and um, just also one thing that I think through all the wackiness of, of the major's performance I think there's just something really haunting about it mm-hmm. in the yeah. I'm the villain but if you kill me many more of me will destroy you <laughs> yeah and I'm the good one again. I, I can't get past that. Like I'm the good one. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the good one. Wait until you see what comes next, and just the fact that, yeah. just the confidence of him. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like a kind of thing that um, you know he knows that either, like 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 he says, either they'll take him up on his offer and he'll his legacy will be maintained, or mm-hmm. he dies and yes everything's unleashed but he'll be back there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because and, it's all yeah, sort of loop. I love the fact that it's kind of, I think in a weird way, I wasn't expecting it at all that the finale was not really finale. Mm. It was kind of, it was kind of like a a season break, it felt like. Mm. It felt like we would come back later, but it might be uh, still in the mm. next one. And that, that's all really interesting because I, I've seen different things said about this. Mm-hmm. Like I saw one thing which I don't trust, I don't think this is real at all. But something somewhere they said that this was meant to be twelve episodes, but they cut it because of COVID. I don't think that's true. Neither do I, oh. because I'm pretty sure they said to begin with that they're all meant to be six hours. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and... So I don't buy that for a minute. But it is interesting that, like you said, it definitely feels like something like a mid-season break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily. Think... Yeah. And I think it feels like. Uh kind of we're getting the ball rolling on the phase four kind of threat. Mm. Um, it's like you've you've had you've, you've you've had a nice bit of nice bit of trauma with Wonder and Vision. Yeah. You've had a, you've <laughs> had a, you've had a nice bit of nice bit of avenging with with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now yeah. absolute timeline bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's changed. Yeah. New big bad. Mm-hmm. We've nu- like like they say in one of the episodes they've nuked the timeline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh my God. and so, yeah. Um, so, so, as I alluded to earlier, the King Loki thing, so there's stuff in the trailers that we haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That, like, they put it in the trailer, and I don't think Marvel... Marvel very rarely do this, don't they? I don't really think mm. they've ever had something cut from the film that they've majorly put in the trailer. Yeah, like um, they they've edited things before, like they edited Hulk out of the Infinity War trailer, yeah, um, yeah, and various sort of other things. And even for Loki, they ed- they edited certain things, like um, the the shot where they enter the void is different in the trailer mm-hmm. than it is in the show. And also um, when Loki enter well, when they enter the, the they call it the Citadel mm-hmm. in the finale. Yeah. The in the trailers, uh, Loki's on his own. But obviously, oh, in, in, right. the, in, in the actual show, he's with Sylvie. Yeah. But yeah, this is the first time... Because it, it genuinely kind of feels like they filmed that specifically for the trailer, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, a big set to make. <laughs> I know, it, it is, because I was thinking maybe they did it for like... Maybe they were on like a, sh- a promo shoot for photography, and they just decided mm-hmm. to film it as well. Maybe, yeah. But the environments he's in are full-on sets. Yeah. Like, one yeah. of them's Avengers Tower. <laughs> like, they've recreated Avengers Tower just to have him pop in and say, Glorious. Glorious, yeah. And then there's like, a, there's like a... Unless it's CG, CG, there's like a full throne room. Yeah, there is, yeah. A full-on, like, Asgard throne room that's Loki-fied. <laughs> yeah, so I can, it makes no I, sense. I can see what people mean when they say maybe they have filmed stuff for a second season already. Mm-hmm. Because there's clearly more that they've filmed, unless... I mean, this is like a, a really weird, really weird swing, but there's probably nothing. Unless that's footage from Doctor Strange. Oh! Because you know that's been filming at the same... Not at the same time, but it has been filming around then. 
Yeah. Because yeah. it wrapped recently, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it did, yeah. And Hollywood Reporter are now saying that Loki will probably be in it. Which is like a weird thing because the Hollywood Reporter haven't just haven't just said, Oh yeah, he's in it, they've said maybe <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um I don't so yeah, it, I don't it, it kinda of makes sense because I think Tom Hiddleston lives in London. Yeah. Which is where Madness was, was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Uh, would you want to see Loki in the Doctor Strange um, film? Uh I think I would. Um and I think Yeah, I think I would and I I'm not sure about seeing this kind of story that we've been following in Loki being wrapped up inside of another film. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it was definitely like a season two sort mm. of thing. Um, but I'm thinking now, because uh, we, we haven't had trailers or anything yet for Doctor Strange or Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, but I'm thinking now because it's pretty much, you know, they have confirmed it by having it happen <laughs> that the multiverse is going to be going a bit haywire. Mm-hmm. Um so I think we can kind of expect a, a No Way Home trailer soon, maybe. Yeah, I think December the last sort of obstacle. Yeah. Which is weird that we're, what, we, we, what, we're month seven? So we're five yeah. months away and we haven't had a single trailer. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, we had a trailer for Star Wars a year and a half before it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... That's so weird. Yeah, so it's... It's kind of... It feels like it's coming together. It does, yeah. It feels like it's, it's all starting to make sense. Um, like I would also like to see Loki in the in the Doctor Strange film because um, there's quite a, there's like a, a comic panel that was doing the rounds a while ago that was Loki, Doctor Strange, and Wanda just having an argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which would be you know this is the kind of thing that I think would would be cool to see. It's another scenario where. You have three characters that haven't previously met. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're thrown together. What's going to happen? Yeah, which is what the MCU lives for, <laughs> really. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's peak MCU. That's what. Yeah, that's the stuff we it's the stuff we watch for. <laughs> um, yeah, which just sort of raises questions of how do you go from where we are at the end of Loki to a Doctor Strange? Obviously, the multiverse has been unleashed, mm-hmm. but this feels like there'd be quite a leap from going from where Loki is right now to just being, what's up, Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I also yeah. kind of wonder, now that we know that Kang was always kind of there doing his thing, mm-hmm. I do kind of wonder about, well, what was the Sorcerer Supreme doing during this? Like, why didn't he know about this? <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Tilda Swinton at least try. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because yeah, they have mentioned the multiverse. Tilda Swinton mm-hmm. doesn't mention the multiverse. It's kind of weird of where... Right, so you've just been letting this happen. Yeah, you just kind of... You, maybe she went there and Kang was like, don't get don't get me wrong, I'm the good one. And she's like, <laughs> if he's the good one, <laughs> then I don't want to cause any kind of panic. <laughs> maybe she just yeah. found him and like, he was like, I've got this under control. There's no <laughs> need to worry. Yeah. I've got this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it, it's like it's like people have been saying in like memes for forever. Poor Stephen, he's yeah, got a lot to Steven. mop up. Yeah, it's kind of his area as well. <laughs> mm, it's like but yeah, yeah, his yeah, he's got a lot to do. Poor lad. Yeah, but overall, I yeah, I I really loved the show, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was 
it was it was kind of that weird thing with Marvel where it's a perfect mix between being a big intricate kind of story about these cosmic warfare sort of things mm-hmm. and multiverse and all that sort of stuff and but at the same time I'm pretty much going there every week to see it because I want to see how is Sylvie doing and how is Loki doing mm-hmm. <laughs> and what sort of things are they going to face together and I hope they get better like I hope that they get to become better people going forward mm-hmm. um, which they were until Kang do <laughs> um, a big old yeah. Kang shaped spanner in the works yeah <laughs> he kind of ruined it but made it a lot more fun as well <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, what was I going to say um, so on, on Sylvie alone I think that she for me I think she's Probably the best new character from this phase four so far. Yeah, I can agree. Yeah. I've really enjoyed what they're doing with that character. Just sort of, there's again speaking of, sort of the way the dialogue is written, which again not, I generally think the dialogue here has been spot on. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. really handled sort of exposition well, but there's like a scene where they're, where they're on uh, Lamentis and she says, I think the line is something like, "So that's where I grew up, the deaths of a thousand worlds, and something like that." It's just like, oh, well, that's it. <laughs> That's a hard understand. hit, that. Yeah, I can understand that pain. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the show across the board is really handled. Because when you think about it, the show is, from the get-go, really complex to kind of explain to a general audience. Of mm. like, in this universe that you may or may not be 100% caught up on, like, there is this office space somewhere in time that governs the entire thing, mm-hmm. and Owen Wilson is there, but also there's free space lizards and there's someone called Miss Minutes and there's a secret like there's a timeline but there's also there's more timelines and there's time bombs um, but also it none of it's true so there's also a different guy behind it all to forget about the lizards <laughs> like it's quite complex to kind of get across and from the get-go they did insanely well during that um, it's like it's, they've always managed to get the exposition in with good bits of story as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a sh- like the way they they explain having to defeat the big monster in episode five mm. is so it does make sense and it, it is like well handled, but it's it's so kind of in the background as just make sure that you know this what this is what we're doing. But mm. really, it's about having them to get a blanket together. <laughs> like that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're all here for, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's lovely and warm and cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, Make it nice, yeah, warm your soul before we destroy it. Yeah, yeah, um, have fun. I just yeah, think on, sorry, go on. I, I was going to say, I just don't know what more to say about it, personally. Mm. Cause yeah, it's just, I just I, the, the, way, the way that the story was all belted in with some exposition and, and other stuff you might expect, I think it did a really good job, really, sorry, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they've done it really well um, mm-hmm. and one thing in particular that always stood out to me was you know the end of episode 5 where you have you have like the big sort of Asgard illusion with, with classic Loki and mm-hmm. it's sort of like a big sort of sacrifice thing you know you sort of in a way you've seen it before it's a, it's a sort of a familiar step in a story mm-hmm. but it just works so well because it works towards the story yeah because yeah. it's not just a guy randomly sacrificing himself. The whole episode is, well, maybe you can change. <laughs> maybe maybe you things can, can yeah. be different. Maybe Loki yeah. can be different. And it's this moment of, 
this classic Loki, this old Loki that lived on his own for so long, and mm-hmm. as soon as he made a change to be with his brother again, he was stopped dead in his tracks. He's got yeah. his chance, and he's just making a difference. He's changing. Yeah. Um, and somewhere out there, alligator Loki can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can become a vegetarian. <laughs> you can really try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose one thing I'd maybe like to add is that my biggest fear going forward now mm-hmm. is because this is it's a massive swing, is this Loki show. Yeah. It's weird sci-fi at its best. Mm-hmm. And it's really sort of the MCU going, let's just have a go at this and do something really creative. Mm-hmm. So my worst fear now is because it's so weird, some people being weird, because some people are a bit weirded out by certain aspects. Yeah. My biggest fear now is then seeing that reaction and thinking mm, uh, of yeah. backtracking. Which yeah, I desperately I don't want to happen. Because I think, I think, for the most part, everything's been received positively. Which mm-hmm. is great, you know, it's got a high rating on IMDb, if that's how you choose to measure these things. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm overwhelmingly happy. I just, I just hope that they're not deterred. Because I love Marvel. the <laughs> Yeah, I love it. It's been great. And I think it's thankfully getting more and more kind of outside the box of just as a guy with a you know, it was always pretty weird, but it was it's very much like a physical threat having Thanos there, which was just, you know, a MacGuffin which is the most powerful MacGuffin and you will get killed. Um, mm. And they used that very well, but it's nice that we're having Kang doing his thing, and his his effect is not just he can kill you, it's more like he can change how history perceives you <laughs> um, mm. and how the world actually works. Uh, which is crazy, and yeah, and also with Marvel thing is there's the train is already on the tracks in the way. You can't really like they have filmed Multiverse of Madness and all that sort of thing. So mm. even even if they even if this the reaction was very poor, which it hasn't been, um I don't think they could stop it by yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's I did, yeah, I don't know what more to say about it. No more more to say about it. It's just a lovely like weirdly heartwarming but also kind of probably like you said before the most horrific kind of like kind of horror toned um kind of mcu project in a long time um and yeah i yeah i loved it i really did it it, it just it feels special for me i think this is probably i have to say top five for the mcu for me Okay, yeah. I... Um, and well, at least it could be. It, it definitely mm. could be. And, and it brings a lot of hope and potential for the future, but it's also got a lot, you know, enough to stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if, 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 I, if, I had to, uh, if I had to make you choose, where would you <laughs> say it would fit on your, sort of, your ranking of the MCU? Uh, it's definitely very high. Um... It's probably it's definitely in top ten. Um, I'm not sure where though. It's probably yeah. I think it's definitely going to be above the last two TV shows mm. that we had. Um, I'm not sure about the movies though. Uh, I don't know if it beats things like Guardians two, for example. Um, and also, I, I think we mentioned before that, but it's quite hard to kind of kind of 
compete against each other with movies and TV shows. <laughs> Quite difficult to do that. Um, it's probably, yeah, I would just, I'd probably go for number five, I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it is. It's difficult to, difficult to gauge. Yeah, it's definitely within that realm of, like, the, the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy for me. Uh, and the first like, Iron Man, which I have a lot of love for, the first Iron Man. Um, but, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it'd be very, it's very, definitely very, very high. Um, and I think for the most part, because it's just mm-hmm. the most unique as well. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, so that was our review of Loki, uh, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, just to remind you again, we do have an Instagram account at Marlon Podcast, where we do our uh, reviews during the week and a weekly podcast. Also have the same thing over on Twitter, at Cinema Marvel, where we have reviews during the week and a weekly podcast you to come out on Monday um, but yeah I hope you enjoyed this um, and I hope to see you next time and again you know feel free to follow us or talk to us or comment or follow or like or do anything you like <laughs> do that kind of rhyme I don't know um, yeah but have fun and yeah goodbye see ya bye